All right, welcome to another episode of Tutties and Trays. We got me and my broski, uh, Josh Thomas here, but we have a special guest, uh, Russell Crane. He's a dentist and AKA known as the extractor. He's putting fear in the children's uh, <laughs> everywhere in, in Arizona, but we're happy to have you here. What's up, extractor? What's up? How's it going, guys? Oh. Doing good, doing good. Josh, how you doing, bro? Keeping it real, bro. Keeping it real. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, dude, I planned that one, dude. I've been saving that all day. Yeah, anyways, it was good. It was a good intro. Anyways, um, so we uh, we're gonna be diving into the NBA today. We had the last few rounds, um, and now we have the finals matchup. So, uh, but before we jump into that, I just want to bring back a. A fun debate we had last episode. Josh uh, and I said that uh, who was the best Toronto Raptor of uh, all, you know, in team history. And Josh said Kyle Lowry. I said Vince. And so we made a very vague post on Facebook. And I just want to let you know, Josh, that I won four to two. So uh, out of my uh, six friends on Facebook, <laughs> I came out the victor. So Russell, Russell, you know. who's the greatest Raptor of all time? Kawhi doesn't count. Chris Bosch. You're, I'm, okay. I'm just messing. I'm just okay. messing. <laughs> like, you're disqualified. <laughs> uh, the greatest Raptor of all time? Like to wear the jersey? Yeah. Yeah, like if they were going to only put one statue outside oh, man. Of the arena, all the Jurassic Park, all the it's... accomplishments, everything they've done for the organization, who's getting it? Oh, for the organization, it's definitely uh, Vince. But. <laughs> to, to wear the jersey, probably T Mac. Ooh, it's a good pick. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Even though he wasn't there that long, I All mean, right. he's okay. But Vince, Air Canada man, dude. Amen. I told Spent you, bro. Most of his career not in a Raptors jersey, dude. It's okay. He's most memorable there. But anyways, yeah. talking about memorable, uh, you know, basketball. Um, you know, we had. The Eastern Conference as well as the Western Conference Finals happen. Um, we'll start with the East. We had the Heat versus the Celtics. The Heat were red hot, on fire, literally, no pun intended, with the Heat. Um, but uh, I guess Josh, going just just looking at the you know the series, you know, what were your thoughts about um, how the Heat uh, kind of ended that series? They handled it like the potential champs, man. Uh, Tyler Hero was a baller. Um, Bam's a baller. I mean, they uh, they just uh, they have their complete team. They've got the only thing they're missing is like an MVP. But outside of that, they've got veteran leadership. They've got role players that know their role. Um, they play as a team. Their cohesiveness is there. Uh, they 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 and they got a great coach. Uh, you would think that uh, Boston had those things too, but uh, they just they they put it all together. And plus uh, that zone. That zone was crucial against Boston. They couldn't, they couldn't crack it for a whole, you know, 48, uh, 48 minutes. So, um, it was, uh, it was impressive. I did not think they were going to win five one, or a three uh, four one. Yeah, um, Russ. At any point in time, did you think the Celtics could force a game seven? Um, yeah, after they won, what was it, game five? 
or yeah, <laughs> game five. I was like, oh yeah, this could be a this could go to seven potentially, but you know, towards the end of game six, the Heat just finished too hot, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they they put that game away. So, I mean, after game five, I thought possibly, but mm-hmm. I mean, twenty twenty, right? Hindsight. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. I I also. A part of me was thinking maybe the NBA was going to rig um, the series and maybe pay the refs off to kind of force a game seven somehow just for ratings. Cause I know the ratings are pretty low, Yeah. but, uh, but I mean, in my opinion, like I, I didn't really watch this series because I voted for Toronto to win the East and they obviously didn't. So I was kind of emotionally butthurt and didn't really invest <laughs> <laughs> in watching this series. I I was so I was so mad that they lost that last game, but um, but I will say the most impressive player that I think um, that for the Heat that I'm really impressed with is, and, and it's not Tyler Hero, it's Bam Adebayo. I think he's he's an All Star this year, first time All Star, and he's like one of those like self developed players where he, I mean, he was a top pick, but he went to the uh, the G League. You know, he wasn't like like an instant success. He had to work at it. He had to, you know, fine, tune his craft. And he's he's one of the best players that can guard Giannis. You know, I mean, like he's he's turned himself and worked himself into um, an all star. And I think, you know, you know, Josh mentioned that you know they don't have an MVP. They don't. But I think you know he can work himself into an even better all-star and possibly you can maybe have talks that one day he possibly could one day be something like that, or maybe a defensive player of the year. I just think his evolution has been amazing. And just the way that he meshes well with Jimmy Butler, who's kind of the same kind of player who just works his tail off, you know, it doesn't have excuses. And so, mm-hmm. um, but that's kind of my take. Um, Josh, do you think, uh, like I and I know like the Heat are in the finals, but um, what do you think? You know, on the Celtics wise, like what do you think's their next step for maybe next year or um, if if you know this off season if they're going to make any changing changes? What do you think's like the next step that they need to take in the direction to really get over that hump and make it to the finals? Learn how to play against the zone. <laughs> <laughs> go back to high school huh uh i mean that's honestly what like got him man like uh i mean they have a, a, a good coach brad stevens i mean you're not going to find an upgrade over brad stevens really um mm-hmm. yeah he's good they have they have players that are they work well together they're gonna they're gonna continue to develop um maybe another year of uh of Kemba Walker in that system because there were moments where he was definitely uh hurting them where he uh dribble 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 drive into the lane and like lose the ball turnover or get blocked but there were other moments where he was hitting step back jumpers and you know and was very impactful in the game but uh uh ultimately I think Jason Tatum with another year of development I think they'll be fine I don't think they really do much other than it sounds stupid but yeah literally uh learn how to play against his own okay what about you, Russ? Do you think uh, if they if there's a player problem, do you think they should uh, trade uh, someone away or bring someone in? Uh, if anything, they need a better big guy. I, mm-hmm. I just don't think Daniel Tice cuts it in that regard. 
and uh, big improvement there. But for me, the biggest thing is it's a lot of one-on-one with like Tatum or Brown. Mm-hmm. And if you remember like a couple of years ago when they had Isaiah Thomas, the whole offense went through him. And they did pretty good, but, you know, they just don't have that like extra push in the playoffs. And once again, mm-hmm. we saw it again this year. So I don't know if it's the, the system Brad Stevens plays through with them. I know Tatum is amazing. and He's going to get to that level. And maybe mm-hmm. he will be the guy that takes him there. But I just think they need to play a little bit better team ball, honestly. A little too much one-on-one. Yeah, I, I feel you. And, you know, one thing I will add is that, uh, you know, for a lot of the playoffs, Gordon Hayward was injured. You know, um, and he even left at one point, I believe, for the birth of his child. Um, and he didn't come in until, like, late last round. So I, I'm curious to know if um, if he could either, you know, help improve that system. Um, I, I know he did help, you know, this series, you know, with, uh, with the workload between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, just kind of opening up the offense a little bit more. And Brad Stevens was able to call some plays for him and kind of um, – kind of give uh, Miami some different looks, but um, yeah. I think I agree with you though. I think uh, just kind of play a little bit better together and be a little bit more efficient. Cause there was the, the little bits of the games that I did watch, there was some wide open like shots that they missed, you know? So mm-hmm. I just thought they can improve there, but well, jumping to the Western conference finals, we have uh, Bron Bron and the boys versus uh um, Jamal Murray um, in the Nuggets. Um, Russell, wh- what were your thoughts on that series? And just kind of um, what are your thoughts on the Lakers uh, moving on to the finals? Well, uh, firstly, got to give a lot of credit to Denver for getting there. Um, what True. they did, it was never done before. So got to give them a lot of props. I think they're going to have a really good team in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. But uh Man, LeBron is LeBron. So whenever you're going against him, <laughs> seems like he has more of that killer instinct this year. So he wasn't going to let anything like a three-one upset him or anything like that. So pretty mm-hmm. a little more impressed with him in that series. Just kind of taking it by the horns. But it's always nice when you have AD to hit a couple game winners. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, Josh, what about you? Like, what are your thoughts on the Lakers or as well as just the Nuggets and kind of like their expectations level and kind of exceeding that this, uh, this season? Yeah, it was exciting to watch. I, I, I agree with Russell. Like, total props to them to get that far. Uh, heading into the playoffs, I was thinking, like, I was trying to think who has got the brighter future, uh, the Mavericks or the Nuggets? Because those both of those teams are starting to build that that foundation to where they could be the next mm-hmm. the next franchise to push – uh, to being good in the West outside of some of the normal powerhouses and the Nuggets mm-hmm. with uh, some of their more developed young players with uh, Jokic and uh, Murray. It looks like that they're a little bit ahead of the game on that. But uh, yeah, like uh, they were excited to watch. I'm proud of them. They did really good. Murray, uh, he totally hit another level in the playoffs. Like that was really cool to see. Um, it's kind of like uh, him and Mitchell were going at it and he was like, Mitchell would go off, and he was like, "Okay, hold my beer. I'll show you how it's really done." And uh, <laughs> and then he carried on, and then he, uh, he beat the Clippers and got Doc Rivers fired. And, uh, and now uh, he uh, he got Lakers. <laughs> I mean, if you were a true Laker fan and you weren't like a biased like 
like drunkenly believing whatever you want to believe. I, I think I think he truly got Lakers fans uh, nervous. We were definitely nervous playing against them. They easily could have been up two one in that series if things had fallen a different way. So uh, yeah, total props to the Nuggets um, for the Lakers. AD's the man. Uh, LeBron's carrying the men for three quarters, and then AD's carrying over the top. I will say my LeBron haterness is shining through because uh, LeBron was driving me nuts in this last series. He was terrible in multiple game uh, fourth quarters. Yeah. And uh, like I would argue his clutch gene was not there and he was reverting to almost uh, Miami against Dallas series level almost that the, the game okay. winner that AD hit uh, if you watch that play, LeBron didn't even try to get the ball. He just sat there and didn't even like set a screen, fight anything. He was just casually standing. Mm-hmm. And if you're the alpha on the team, if you're LeBron James, the king, the best player in the league, three-time MVP, uh, three-time Finals MVP, three-time winner, you know, four times MV- league MVP, you're going for that. It's your shot. That is your time. That is your moment. And mm-hmm. you came to that franchise to have that moment and he just let the play happen and he's lucky that ad hit that amazing shot because ad's capable of doing it but there's just multiple times he was trying to hit pull-up jumpers in the fourth quarter and he was missing granted he did great in game five but you when you're up three or five points and you're up three one in a series there's a lot less pressure and so when the pressure really was there in game two and game three i felt like lebron was not doing so hot and so i'm glad uh because mm-hmm. i'm a lakers fan i'm glad they ultimately uh won and persevered but i'm not gonna lie uh lebron is frustrating me and i hope ad wins finals mvp in the next round <laughs> <laughs> no i feel you man one of the biggest like uh, eye openers or kind of uh i was kind of in disbelief was uh seeing the report that the lakers were submitting their evidence to the league about crying about fouls and not you know not getting foul calls but you know on the flip side denver was like um no lebron like, mo man and they had <laughs> i know like there's that superstar treatment almost but it's kind of opened my eyes a little bit to the superstar treatment just because um i felt like in some regards there was uh a little bit of unfair treatment towards the denver nuggets because you know, watching some of the every game to be exact, there's a lot of plays where I thought Jamal Murray got fouled, or there should have been a continuation, you know, added to his shot that they didn't give it to him, but they did give to LeBron. And so, um, but I will agree, I think Jamal Murray is uh, he's he definitely this playoffs he went to a whole nother level. And I remember seeing this meme on Bleacher Report, and it, it was just you know, in the hype of you know, Jamal Murray, it says. Do you now, uh, or it said unpopular opinion, Jamal Murray is a top five or top ten point guard in the NBA, and it showed all the pictures of like all the other like superstar point guards that we have, and it just kind of made me think. I'm like, ooh, like he's playing at such a high level, and I don't want to get caught up in the hype, but Wait, I definitely is think... Murray a point guard. I thought he's a shooting guard. Yeah, he's he's point. He's a point guard, Shoot, dude. Today I learned. Yeah, he's point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it kind of made me think. I think he's on the rise. I don't think he's necessarily top 10. And you may agree or Top disagree. 10 player or top 10 um, point guard? But well, name, point guard. name 10 point guards better. Uh, Chris Paul, Kyrie Irving, Demian Lillard. You could probably say Luka, even though he's 6'10". He's not a point guard, but okay. um, 
on 2K, it says he's a point guard. In fantasy, it says he's a point guard. So I'm just saying, I'm going off of, I mean, is James Harden's a point guard? Even though I don't think he's a point guard. I, I mean, technically he is. Um, you have Kyrie. You did. You I have five Kyrie. right now. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go Move with, out. even though I don't want to say this, probably Ben Simmons. Uh, no. Kemba. Um, hey, you can agree or disagree, homie. That's all I'm saying. Steph Curry. Um, Bro, how you Steph Curry, forget yeah, Steph? You're no-brainer. such a Steph hater, bro. Yeah, that should have been top three on that list. I am, dude. It's because he's injured, bro. I didn't. He didn't even play this season. About seems like so. That's true. That man's broken. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say anyways, he's probably pretty close to top five. I mean, I would take him over Ben Simmons, probably even over Russell Westbrook. Honestly, now. Oh, Westbrook is trash. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean. Look, I mean, look what he did in the playoffs, man. That's yeah, mm-hmm. that's where it really counts. So, I mean, you, I feel you. There's a lot of good point guards out there, but uh, I mean, maybe top ten for sure, maybe top five. Okay. Well, I once again agree to disagree, yeah. but I will say uh, he's definitely playing out of his mind, and you know. One thing that Josh did say that I totally agree with is that the the clip or sorry the Nuggets are primed for like a like a brighter future. Um, I think they've scored some gems in the draft. They took a risk on Michael Porter Jr., who was injured at the time, you know, with that undisclosed uh, back injury, you know, come draft day, and they they rehabbed him for a whole year, and he's now starting to show that um, that superstardom that he was projected when he was you know, the number one player in high school going into college. So um, it seems like they're primed for a good future as well as with Bull Bull too. He's kind of a weird experiment, but I think he'll be okay going forward. But, um, but now we have the finals, dude, this is the chip. This is the natty. I mean, this is the end, you know, this is what you dream of. This is what you, um, if you're in your, uh, Oh frick, your driveway and, you dream of these big moments of being in the finals, getting that last second shot. Um, I mean, this is this is where it's at. We got uh, Lakers and Heat. Uh, who do you guys got? Like, what do you think the outcome is going to be? Russ, what do you think? Um, so my logic is telling me that the Lakers are going to win it. Mm-hmm. But I personally would like to see the Heat come out this one. So I'm going to go with the Heat. And I'm going to go with the Heat and six. Ooh. Um, just because. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, they, they they were they were good this year. I remember I watched a couple games kind of in the season right before the shutdown. And I'm a big mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson fan because I'm a huge Michigan guy. I love Michigan sports. And, uh, oh, yeah, even though, yeah. Go, go Ohio State. (laughs) They have their, yeah, it's been rough. Anyways, um, honestly, I'd like to see Jimmy Buckets, you know, prevail and just see that Heat team play some good team ball and just stick it to the Lakers. But I don't know. That's pretty bold, probably. (laughs) Dude, I don't, I don't think you're far (laughs) off. Like, uh, the Laker fan of me wants the Lakers to win. My head says Lakers, uh, my heart says Lakers. My head is actually saying 
we're overestimating we're underestimating the the, the heat and we're over yeah overestimating <laughs> the lakers because the heat man when they get rolling they drop some threes they drop some bombs like robertson yeah. he's a specialist and when he gets cooking he can drop he can easily drop 27 points in a game just from hitting his threes he could also yeah. go you know oh for whatever um that's and then you also got hero and they just play so well together yeah. so like i it would be a i think it would be insane if the heat won the series in six games or less um it would be less shocking to me if they won it in seven games um mm-hmm. but uh i had a the, we were talking with some buddies at work and uh we uh we all hate lebron and so we were having a lebron hating session and it was great great therapy <laughs> and uh and uh we were talking about the series and um my my buddy he's a huge wizards fan and he was talk he hates the year that isaiah beat his uh his wizard mm-hmm. oh he hates that <laughs> season and if you remember that season that was the series when lebron played the celtics that same year uh that was the year that lebron when james crowder was guarding him he did that little flip spin with the ball at the three point line just like totally disrespectful and just like did this, like played with the ball and then shot the three and like made it. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, that you yeah, have that yeah. in your head, we were talking about we, we would, we want Tyler Hero or James Crowder because he was the one guarding LeBron on that play to do that to LeBron and hit the three. And I, <laughs> I said, if Tyler Hero could do that, hit the three over LeBron and then blow a kiss at him like he did to the Celtics the last series, I would buy. Tyler Hero jersey. Also, they have to win the series. But if the, if the Heat win and Tyler Hero does that, I told him I'm buying a Tyler Hero jersey and I'm going to do the Miami Vice jersey and it's going to happen. Uh, Ooh, so I do like those. I do like those Vice whole, jerseys. Those are that sick. That whole image in my head, I kind of want that to happen. So I kind of want the Heat to win uh, in seven games. Um, if they don't, in the in the excuse me, the Lakers win. The hater in me wants LeBron to like not do well and AD to go off and to win Finals MVP in spite of LeBron. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree, man. I, I the the Heat, from what I've seen, man, in the fourth quarter they are a good team, and the losses that they had to Boston, like, were pretty. I think one of them was more than ten points, wasn't it? Yeah, like there was one that was like there's yeah, their second loss, but even in that first loss, like it still played really well in the fourth. If they can keep up the fourth quarter play, like just keep it close for the three and then just do like you were saying, Josh, keep bombing away in the fourth, I think they'll be really hard to beat. Yeah. And, I, uh, my con- my concern is uh for the heat victory in me. Um I feel like a big part of the reason why the Heat won that series, though, is because uh, two reasons. One, the, I think the zone played a huge role in that. And I don't know if, this, if the zone's going to be successful against uh, the Lakers and making the Lakers struggle, then they'll definitely win some games slash be way more competitive because of it. If the Lakers mm-hmm. can overcome that zone, though, I am worried. Like how Jason Tatum usually did in the second half, he'd be like, oh, whatever, in the first half. And then he went off for 28 points in the second half and that they would end up losing. Um, because he couldn't play consistently through the whole game. Um, I think the Heat can win those games, but I am concerned that if the Lakers can break that, if they play zone, 
um, that might hurt the Heat because like the Heat were pesky like the Nuggets and they always stayed around for when the the Celtics would be on, up up early and they just mm-hmm. were consistent and they would you know they would they would end up winning in the end and I don't I I'm afraid that the Lakers would um, be able to overcome that and like they might win in five or something stupid because yeah they they don't lose to the zone or something and they might if like hopefully uh Danny Green keeps being a dumpster fire that he is because <laughs> um, they'll beat the zone if Danny Green catches fire and, for sure uh Caruso and Kuzma if they're all hitting their threes then yeah the zone won't work yeah I think you bring up a good point if if the Lakers supporting cats makes their shots then there's no way that the Lakers yeah. lose, you know, but the Lakers have struggled, you know, throughout the playoffs with their supporting cast, making their shots. Um, but there's one player who hasn't really struggled and that's Anthony Davis. And I, I think he's a matchup nightmare. Like I'm not trying to be an ignorant Laker fan. Like Josh was subtly hinting at earlier. No, not to you. That one comment, bro. <laughs> I, I hate that. Oh, I, it's okay. I know you're talking <laughs> to me. It's all right. Uh, I took it on the chin like a man. It's okay. Um, but, uh, when the Lakers, when Anthony Davis scores a lot of points and he's aggressive, they have always won. Even in the regular season, they've beaten the, the heat both times they played. Now, the only thing the heat have an advantage of is two things. One, Avery Bradley's not playing obviously in this playoffs and that he was a huge impact in the regular season when it came to guarding Jimmy Butler. Um, and the second thing I will say that the heat do have kind of an advantage in a sense, is they have Andre Iguodala, who historically LeBron stopper in the finals when he was on the Warriors was a LeBron stopper. But I actually feel like he's a little bit older. I mean, obviously he's older, but he's not that the same type of player he was with Golden State. So I still think LeBron can have his way or get the points that he needs to help secure the win. But I will say that it's definitely a matchup that we're going to have to watch. You know, um, I... I'm interested to see if Bam Adebayo guards Anthony Davis or if he's, if the Lakers continue to go big with bringing in either JaVale McGee or Dwight, you know, if, if Bam guards Dwight, does Dwight get in a lot of foul trouble? Cause Bam's pretty deadly. Like I'm not going to ignore that. Um, so I think matchup wise, I think the Lakers match up a little bit better defensively. And I think in the last two rounds, when it came to um, double teaming Russell Westbrook with the Rockets, as well as shutting down or trying to shut down Jamal Murray and, and Jokic, especially. Um, the Lakers have dialed up way good defense um, and uh, resulted in where they are today. So um, can't rule out Anthony Davis because I think he is the difference maker since day one. Um, but that's kind of my take. I don't is know, uh, is JaVale think? McGee still injured? No, I think he's the. I don't think he's injured. I just think Dwight okay, had more playing time because so. he was more physical with Jokic. And I think that actually got into Jokic's head a little bit like the last two games, to be honest with you. I feel like Jokic wasn't as aggressive or impactful as he was in the first couple yeah, games. Yeah, he definitely wasn't. He, I thought he played a little but, uh, less aggressive, too, in those ones. I will say to Russ's point about the Celtics needing a better big man than uh, Tice – uh, AD is a lot better. Uh, great passer. 
and way more physical, taller, and bigger. So if that is the key for any team, like if that was the key for the Celtics, maybe performing better in general slash against the Heat, then uh, that is something for in favor of the Lakers. So that'll be interesting to watch that matchup of if the Heat play zone again or something like that, then uh, is AD going to be that anchor mm-hmm. in the middle of the paint that hits uh, the mid-range jumper or facilitates off the elbow? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I feel you. Well, I, my prediction, I don't know if I said it, Lakers in five, I think they continue the trend of losing game one and then securing the rest of the wins. So, Well, they didn't lose game one in the take. last series. So. Oh, sorry. Well, they still went every every yeah. series they've won in five. So that's the trend is still. What yeah. I, I mean, I could see it for sure. Like they just come out and the heat don't have any answers, but I, 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 especially if the Lakers uh, bust out those Mamba jerseys. I mean, so far they're undefeated yeah. in those Mamba jerseys. So the winter series prediction, Russell officially on the clock. What is it? You know, after discussing it here, uh, I'm going to go Heat and seven, actually. Heat and seven. Yeah, because the Lakers will get three. So, I so. Really like the Miami Vice jerseys, so this might be my excuse to buy one and not be a poser, because I'll at least have a story to <laughs> tell. So, I kind of want Heat and seven, but I'm going to have to say uh, Lakers and five. Maybe Lakers and six. Same. Lakers, you go Lakers and six. All right. All right. Six. I can do five, but I respect. I see. I can see, I can see that. And everything. I will say Lakers, Lakers and six. But I think I secretly want to keep seven. Well, let's. Uh, who wins the first game? Uh, who? Lakers. I say Heat. Heat. I'm gonna go Heat. I think the Heat will come out and. Knock them in the mouth first game. Yep. And then the Lakers will probably take the next two. That's my guess. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. I'm not mad at that. And with no home court, uh, each series is unique because there's no like home court swing. So anytime you're down in a series, it's that dangerous. is true. They, and that. And I, I, I have wondered, and I know we're wrapping things up, so I'll just make this quick. Um, I, I am curious to know if, since you know the bubble setting, there's there's no crowd. You know, like I mean, they could simulate audio. Well, that's just for all us. They that's want, not for them. But these players know it. I think it, it partly is for them too. Like, oh, I didn't think just still kind of having they don't hear it. It's, it's that kind of that's feel, why there's so many that technicals. arena feel. <laughs> it's silent on the court. Oh. I, I thought I thought I I thought I heard a report that they oh, actually maybe, do play I, it there too. I've heard it's pretty quiet, and you can hear. That's why there's been technicals and all the extra stuff from random people because you can hear people say stuff under their breath. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I still think you know because it's in a gym setting and not like at an open arena with fans. If Tyler Hero or some of these younger, you know, Duncan Robinson and stuff like that, if they would still be um, heating up, you know, in the moment at least playoff-wise, because, I mean, the playoffs are a whole different mm-hmm. animal than the regular season. But um, I, that's something we'll never know until next year. So, obviously, if everything goes back to normal. But, you know, so yeah, something to consider. But, but as a wrap, uh, Russ, thanks for uh, coming on today. Um, 
And Josh, thanks for your big brother comments. <laughs> They're duly noted. Um, love you, bro. But uh, and as well as shout out to our listeners out there. Appreciate your love and support. Tomorrow apparently is National Podcast Day, so feel free to give us a like or subscribe and just listen to us on any you know um, audio streaming service, whether that's Apple Music, Spotify, the uh, Anchor app, whatever you're using and you've been listening, just keep on doing it. Thank yeah. you. All right, guys. Thanks for having Thanks me, guys. So Dude, that went well. Thanks, guys. Are you, yeah. Or, he's not recording anymore, is he? It's still recording, but we can uh, cut that. Oh, I guess he left. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. He can, he can edit the end of it. Nice. Dude, they have a national like day for everything now, man. Oh, for sure, dude. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Today was National Coffee Day. Yeah, I enjoyed my freaking